Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Hope you guys are having a great day. I'm having a pretty good day myself. Uh, today's going to be the second part to the antioxidants, and I hope you enjoy the first one. Uh, with that said, I do have a power quote for you today. And this power quote, it came from Ann Wigmore, and it kind of relates to what we're doing here with this food, the antioxidant idea. What she says is, the food you eat can be either the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. And it's quite interesting as I as I look at that. I actually I do like it. It basically shows the the philosophy of yin and yang. You can either get the most powerful medicine or you can get the poison. And since we're talking about antioxidants and of course free radicals, you can either consume and have the body absorb all the crappy free radicals or you can have the body absorb all the antioxidants. So there needs to be a yin and yang balance. Essentially in our life, if we place all of our exposures, the things in the air, the food, the water, the cleaners, the byproducts, all these different things that we get that gets into our body, if we place them on the one side, we call them the free radicals. And then we put on the other side, everything that we get exposed to, all the fresh air, the phytonicides from the trees, the water, the negative ions coming off the waterfall, the ocean, you know, the fresh air, the pure water from the spring, the, the foods, the berries, the herbs with all the antioxidants. If we put all that on another side, we can basically make a scale. We can call it the health scale. One side has free radical, one side has antioxidant. Now, essentially, it's not the one thing that you do. But it's the accumulation of all the free radicals that come from everywhere that accumulate to be too much to make that scale tip to the one side. And when that happens, that's about the same time your body breaks down and you get sick. So if you have that concept, you should always be evaluating what you're getting exposed to. You know, what you're consuming, what you're drinking, what you're eating. Enjoying that coffee, that latte in the styrofoam cup. Getting the petrochemicals to melt into the liquid as you drink it down and enjoy it smiling so happily. Not realizing that you're getting free radicals into your system. Or you're eating and enjoying that, that burnt food on the grill that's creating all the free radicals. You know, you see, so you got to see the big picture. It's not the one thing, but it's the, the many that accumulate to become so powerful to tilt the scale too far to the one side to make your body just break down with disease and because of that your system's gonna malfunction and you're gonna get all these weird diseases and problems show up that could kill you or if you're a little wise you start realize you know there are things I am gonna get exposed to I'm gonna try to limit myself by being aware by being awake to visualize to see what I'm doing to myself where I'm Putting my body, what I'm getting exposed to, the EMFs that you can't see, smell, or hear. You got to see the big picture. So if we start placing more antioxidants, more herbs, more nutrients, more exercise, more detoxification, more pure spring water, 
into the antioxidant scale pretty soon there's too many good things we did and the scale tips the other way you see what I'm trying to give you a, a big picture here and it's it's all up to you just to do the best you can to observe and it's all about prevention remember the ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure so your health scale too many free radicals you'll get sick a lot of antioxidants your health will improve so it's up to us it's all a daily choice health is created from our daily habits and it's, it's quite interesting when we look at that but getting back into the to the podcast about the antioxidants I want to start off by talking about the ORAC scale ORAC scale is O-R-A-C and this is interesting what it means is the oxygen radical absorbance capacity and the USDA researchers at Tufts University in Boston Massachusetts they developed the, the, the ORAC test. Basically, it's the most sensitive and accurate method to measure the antioxidants of food and natural substances. So this is how we can find if something's an antioxidant or not. It's quite interesting. So some of the things they measured, cilantro, it has about 5,100 on the ORAC scale. Blackberries, they have about 5,300. Cranberries have about 9,500. Kidney beans, about 8,400. Elderberries, about 14,000. Artichokes, about 9,400. Pecans, about 17,000. The dark organic chocolate, about 21,000. The wild blueberries, about 14,000. Goji berries, about 25,000. So you start looking at this, you can start consuming all these. How's the antioxidant scale going to shift? It's going to go to that side. So when I said the dark organic chocolate, I didn't say the sweet, tasty milk chocolate that has basically no real cacao and mostly fats, oils, and sugars. I didn't say that. There's a big difference between healthy dark organic chocolate and commercial garbage, sweet flavor, tasting, you know, not really going to benefit anything except your taste buds and make you gain weight. Be careful, choose your food wisely. Get the, the most pure, the most clean, the most natural, the most organic, the most close to nature as possible without the use of chemical pesticides, fertilizers, and sprays. Watch out for that. These are all free radicals that you don't want. Maybe you do want them. I hope not, but you never know. But that gives you an idea. That's the ORAC scale. And with that said, I want to talk about tea because in my clinic, I do meet people that hate water. And... When I find that out, I know right away I'm, a, I'm in a battle. And they're usually some of the sicker people I've ever met. And it's just the way it is. They come in, they check off 80 symptoms. They have like five major complaints they're complaining about. And most of it is their body is so flooded with free radicals and toxins. And they're not able to wash out and clean out their body to detoxify it with the universal solvent called pure water. Your body is about 75 to 85% water. And since your body is mostly water, if you don't consume water, you're going to be in trouble right away. So that's why I see those patients that come in that tell me they hate water, they don't like the taste of it, and that's why they're the sickest, because they're full of toxins and poisons. And what they are consuming is soda and coffee and fake energy drinks. You know, all this synthetic free radical producing garbage is going to make them acidic, make their body inflamed, make them have a lot of pain. So it's our choice. So I want to talk a little bit about green tea because it's another thing that we can consume 
besides the pure water, but for what we consume, we, we have to have pure water. And my favorite spring water from nature, you know, just straight up spring water. I don't want it to go through 10 miles of piping, collecting all the PVC, you know, residue and all this other chemical cleaner and whatever, heavy metal stuff, pesticides and stuff like that. Study your water. You'll be surprised what's in there. And you should probably also take your water and uh, send it to the lab. Test it. See what's in there. Or have someone test your water. See what the... The heavy metal ratings are the pesticides. See what the pH of it is. See the mineral content. See if it's hard water, soft water, whatever it is. You got to know what you're consuming because you might be helping yourself. You might be hurting yourself and you didn't even realize it. That's why we got to use modern science and take advantage and test the water that we drink and see, see what we can find out and then we can make a better choice from there. But green tea, let's talk about that because it... It can, contains bioactive compounds that can improve the health. And it has a huge mecca of, of antioxidants, so powerful. And essentially, just without getting into the details I'm going to share with you today, green tea, it's locked into the Asian culture. When you go there, they drink hot water, which will shock you. When I went to China and Taiwan, they drink hot water. They don't drink ice water because ice has a nature to constrict Hot water has a nature to vasodilate. If you drink ice water, it shuts off your digestive fire. All the ancient cultures, they talk about this digestive fire. It's like a heat metabolism that is in the digestive system, and it really is like a heat. And there's also digestive processes with enzymes that's a little different than this digestive fire, but it's all included as one. When you consume the ice water, you're shutting down the fire. Now let me ask you a question. Would you stick food in the oven and turn the oven off so it's cold? Probably not because the food won't cook. If you're drinking ice water and you consume food, how well do you think your digestion can hang in there before it just basically breaks down in the long run? Yeah, you're going to find out. So that's why these ancient cultures that are old, we call them the big brothers of the world. we got to look up to them. we got to learn from them. Their little tricks, their details, their idea, their philosophy. So they drink room temperature and hot water. It's very unique. But their main thing to consume and enjoy on the side is tea. Green tea and different varieties of their tea are ingrained in their culture. It's been part of their culture for thousands and thousands of years. And there's so many benefits of the tea. Now, if we take soda bop and look at the benefits and compare it to green tea, the, I'm going to walk away and turn away from the soda pop because it has no benefits. It, it does nothing. It's pure acidic. I don't want that acid in my blood. It's not going to do anything for me except rob minerals and nutrients from my system and then hurt the kidneys and the liver. I don't want that. But the green tea, when you look at it, it has antioxidants. It's got minerals. It's got nutrients. It clears heat. It detoxifies the body. It reduces inflammation. It dissolves fats and cholesterol. It cleans out the bloodstream and the liver. It has too many huge benefits. It gives you energy to the body. It increases the, the brain, the vasodilation of the cerebral artery to increase blood flow to the brain to help your memory. There's too many huge things about the tea. So with that said, let's get into this because it's a huge antioxidant and I want you to know that tea is very unique and it's out there we can enjoy it but real tea it doesn't come in a tea bag crappy tea it comes in a tea bag they powder it they dry it they put it in a nice tea bag that has some chemicals and some glues to hold everything together when you put in the hot water you're going to get free radicals just from the tea bag so real tea they roll the leaves up so it can contain the 
the phytochemicals, the nutrients, the, uh, the plant oils, and all these volatile substances, they, they roll the tea leaves up into little balls to preserve it. And, and no, no other tea bag is necessary. But when you grind something, you powder something, the volatile oils, the antioxidants, the enzymes, some of the minerals, they can dry up and escape through evaporation processes. So I recommend if you do tea, you got to do a little study on the computer or in a book. Find out how to make real tea. Go to your local tea store. If you can find a tea store in your, in your town or city, learn from them. Real tea, you put it with the hot water and steep it for you know 30 seconds to a minute, then pour it off and drink it. And you can make you know four or five cups of tea with one uh, pot. So the green tea, you got to use the real tea leaves. You got to find a method and a way to enjoy it, and the taste will blow you away. It's just amazing. But essentially, teas rich, rich in polyphenols. These uh, they have effects like reducing inflammation and help fight. Uh, some kind of inflammatory diseases in the body that modern medicine recognizes. Green tea is about 30% polyphenols by weight, including the large amounts of, of catechin, which is, they call it EGCG. Catechins are natural antioxidants, help prevent cell damage and provide other benefits to the whole body. The, uh, the EGCG, epigolacocatechin gallate, something like that. It's uh, one of the most powerful compounds in, in green tea. So for short, we just call it EGCG. Uh, it has it's been studied to treat various diseases and may be one of the main reasons green tea has such powerful medicinal properties. So this is pretty cool. That's the, the main thing in the, in the green tea, but there's a lot of other things. Green tea, it does more than just keep you awake. It can also make you smarter, they say. The, the key active ingredient it's caffeine. It's natural from the plant, like coffee. It's not bad, but we need it in some cases for moderation, and it can do a lot for the body. It's a known stimulant, but caffeine, what it does in the brain is it blocks an inhibitory neurotransmitter called adenosine. This way, it actually increases the firing of neurons and the concentration of neurotransmitters like dopamine and norepinephrine. So let's say that again. The green tea, it does more to just keep you awake. It has an active ingredient, caffeine, not as much as coffee, but it has a moderate amount. And this caffeine, what it does in the brain is block uh, uh, adenosine. And this way, what happens, it increases the firing of neurons and the, increases the concentration of neurotransmitters like dopamine and norepinephrine. So, that is crucial because people now, they have all these mood swings and depression and crap like that and go drink some green tea because you get low dopamine lower lower um, epinephrine everything can change in the body and make you not feel so happy but caffeine's been intensely studied before and it consistently leads to improvements in various aspects of brain function including improved mood vigilance reaction time and the memory it also has the amino acid l-theanine in green tea this one, it's able to uh, cross the blood-brain barrier. So sea green tea has a lot of benefits for the brain, for the memory, for the mood, to make you feel better. L-theanine increases the activity of the inhibitory neurotransmitter GABA, which has an anti-anxiety effect. Hey, too easy, the green tea. Let me just tell you this. I know I've had patients that have told me they drink green tea and they, it makes them a little bit jittery. 
and uh, you know they don't feel so happy drinking green tea. That happens to some people, not a lot, but if it does, your health could improve. If your health is a little more uh, higher, when you drink green tea, you won't get that reaction. So it's just a byproduct that the body might not function optimally to be able to, to resist and digest and absorb and assimilate some type of food. If that happens with green tea, I'm, I could probably find a, a variety of other foods that also cause other health issues in your body. So it might not just be green tea. It might be something going on systemically that you look at the green tea you think has a problem. But in reality, there's also a wheat problem. There's also a dairy problem. There's also other foods that cause indigestion, gas, bloating, acid reflux problems. So you see, it's the body as a whole that is responding in a way to the green tea, to the dairy, to the meat, to the wheat. It's sometimes not always these products. Sometimes it's the health. It needs to improve. So the green tea, if you do have that issue, what I would recommend, drink less. Drink it less concentrated and you'll be fine. And then that way you can have a, a benefit from the green tea. Studies show that caffeine and L-theanine, they have synergistic effects. They're both found in green tea. They found that the combination of the two is particularly potent at improving brain function. How cool is that? Many people, they report that they have a more stable energy and being more productive when they drink green tea compared to coffee. And that's a study they put out there. So I thought I'd share that with you because it's quite unique. And that one, uh, you know, something to consider because you can drink all these energy drinks. You can consume all this sugar water with this fake synthetic additives. And to make it look even better, they might put on the bottle, hey, this product contains vitamin B12. And this product contains this vitamin and zinc and all these other things. You know, green tea's got such a variety of stuff. It was made from nature. And it was made in nature, and nature made it perfectly, harmoniously balanced. It wasn't a synthetic creation of somebody's wild imagination saying, you know what, I'm going to make a product, and I'm going to put some cool things in there and put that in big print on the bottle so it looks attractive and people think it's healthy. In reality, it's not healthy. You go ahead and measure the acid, alkaline and pH of it, and you're going to find out that that drink is quite acidic. But it does have some vitamins in there, but it's still acidic. Green tea, I guarantee you, is very alkaline. When I measured the two with my own pH uh, method, I measured green tea, I measured coffee. Coffee is very acidic. Green tea is very alkaline. So right away, I know if I consume about 80% alkaline products in my body, my body will become alkaline. If I'm alkaline, I'm healthier. My blood can carry more oxygen. I have reduced uh, inflammation in my body because when their body's too acidic, the inflammation goes up. When the inflammation goes up, there's a good chance you're going to get some pain, discomfort, or some kind of sensation in the body. So the acid alkaline is quite important, but the, the green tea, it is alkaline. And it's one of those choices that you just give it a shot. And if you can't handle it one time, try a different tea. They have Longjing Cha. They have Pu'er tea. They have black tea. They have jasmine tea. They have all kinds of Tiaguan Yin tea. There's a hundreds and hundreds of different types of tea. You find one that matches you. It's like food. It's like a buffet. You just go through the buffet and you start sampling the foods until you find the one that resonates and connects with you. Tea is the same way. 
You might like just straight up green tea. You might like jasmine tea. You might like pu'er tea. You might like tea guanyin. You might like your tea with rose petals. You might like your tea with a little bit of you know some other combination of ingredients as well. They have all kinds of different teas. The more you research and study, you're going to find out there's so many varieties of tea. And as long as it's alkaline, as long as it's nature, as long as it's tasty, go for it. And just remember, try to avoid the tea bags. Back to the green tea. So basically what they know about the oxidative damage, they believe that it uh, contributes to the development of cancer and that antioxidants may have some potential protective effect on them. The uh, Well, green tea, it definitely has a large supply of antioxidants. So if you do some research, I won't say anything here. Do your own research, but they do talk about you know the the protective nature of the antioxidant of green tea with oxidative damage linking it to some issues in the body so you can check out that research is pretty cool this one's kinda interesting about the green tea they found it's important to keep in mind that um, it's a bad idea to put milk in your tea because some studies suggest it reduces the antioxidant value interesting so I know most people they put milk in their coffee I don't know anything about that but you can do a little research uh, for green tea, they found that Alzheimer's disease is the most common neurogenic disease in humans and a leading cause of dementia. Parkinson's disease is the second most common neurogenitive disease and involves the death of dopamine-producing neurons in the brain. Multiple studies show that the, the catching compounds of green tea have various protective effects on neurons, potentially lowering the risk of Alzheimer's and, and Parkinson's. Something to consider. It's very interesting. They say uh, green tea, it can help you lose weight and lower your, your risk of obesity. I, uh, when I went to China, I really didn't see very many big people. There was very few large people I saw, and actually most people were quite thin. And when I came back to the States, it was uh, a shock in the airport. I saw so many obese people right away. When someone's obese and their body is plugged up and not functioning well, the uh, the whole system, the body, mind, spirit is going to not function properly so it's very hard to explain to somebody how they could feel how they could live and enjoy life when they're thinner more healthier because you are who you are and all you know is what you are in the moment and you never know until you completely change but I, I know when you consume healthy products healthy drinks healthy activities you feel different you see different you reason different you understand life differently but if you can't run 10 feet, if you can't walk, you know, 50 feet, if you, if your health, you can't even see your feet because your abdomen's hanging out so large, when your energy is so low, when your function is decreasing in your physical body, what's the difference between your physical body and your mind? They're united as one, body minus spirit. If your physical body can't function barely, and your mind can't function, how can your spirit function too? They're all as one, the body, mind, and spirit. So tea could be a tool to use to start to waking you up to the variety of antioxidants that are potentially going to help you in your health. So they also say green tea may reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease. It can help reduce cholesterol and dissolve fats and lipids in the body. Green tea, it can... And it can lower the risk of type 2 diabetes. That's what they're saying here in this research. Green tea can kill bacteria, which improves the dental health and lowers the risk of infection. 
It's all in the research. I got it all from Dr. Google online. You can go and find all this research. Actually, everything I gave you is from uh, Chris Gunnar's BCS on January 17, 2018. So that's all on the computer. In a study of 40,530 Japanese adults, those who drank the most green tea, five or more cups per day, they found, and this is also from the same research. I don't know how they calculate it, but I'm just going to read it what it is. They say, death from all causes is a 23% lower in women, 12% lower in men if they drink uh, this much tea out of this huge study of over 40,000 people. Death from heart disease was lower, 31% lower in women, 22% lower in men. Death from a stroke was 42% lower in women, 35% lower in men. And, and this was this, in this study in Japan out of these 40,000 people. And it, it was published by Chris Gunners, uh, BC, BSC on January 17, 2018. That's recent, right? Pretty cool. Uh, that's very interesting. My encouragement, try green tea. Try variety, but don't mess it up. Don't put sugar in there. That's going to you know, make it all acidic. The sugar, if it's refined and white, it's going to take out all the minerals in there. When you consume it, it's not going to have the potential benefits. So you go out throughout Asia, like we have CVS and Walgreens on the corners here. When you go to China or Asia somewhere, they have tea shops on the corner. And you go in there and they have huge canisters of tea. And of course, you're not going to see big old bags of sugar. See, our culture, our flavor is a sweet. Every culture has a unique flavor that they enjoy. And our culture, we, we tend to not eat enough green things. So we got to increase the green things. Green tea is also green, so we can consume the green tea. But uh, don't mess it up with sugar. Just enjoy the tea. Taste the tea. Smell the aroma of the tea. Become a tea connoisseur. It might do you some, some good. So the next one, let's talk about the antioxidant capacity of uh, turmeric, the extract. And uh, it's quite interesting they, they compare the turmeric to black pepper, to cumin, to paprika, to garlic. Garlic had the, uh, the, lowest, the lowest benefit at about 0.25. Paprika was at about uh, 1.7. And the cumin was about uh, 1.8, 1.9. Black pepper was about 2.2. And then turmeric was about 2.7. And this is all in the antioxidant capacity of these various spices. So it's quite interesting, but turmeric contains a bioactive compound that have awesome properties. And turmeric, if, if you don't know, it's a spice that gives the curry its yellow color. It's been used in India for thousands of years as a spice and medicine in the herbal formula the, uh, the Ayurvedic practitioners would use. These compounds in the turmeric, they're called curcumoids. And basically what they're getting is... Uh, the curcumin. Curcumin is the most powerful antioxidant in there. And it's the most important one. That's where all the research has been focused. Curcumin is a, it's the main active ingredient in turmeric. And it has a powerful anti-inflammatory effect. And it has a very strong antioxidant effect on the body. It's very awesome. The curcumin content of turmeric is not that high though. It's only around 3% by weight. So it's quite low. But, you know, when you think about the Indian culture... They, they've been around for so long and they do have a lot of exposure to you know different microbes and parasites and stuff but in their diet they consume everything they need to keep their bodies healthy and vibrant. So the turmeric's one part 
of the of the curry spice and when you consume the curry spice that's an herbal formula that's been around for thousands of years now there's not one set formula it can be different from region to region in India depending on what grew locally what was available and then the family's recipe so in North India versus South India west or east different regions would have different herbs growing there and whatever grew locally that's what they would use to make their curry spice so different regions in India would have different combinations so now there is no one set formula for the uh, the curry but turmeric was one of the key ingredients that made it yellow but all those other ingredients they they would come together and uniquely formulate a formula to work together in, in unison as one so it wasn't just the turmeric it wasn't just the uh, other spices. It was all of them coming together as one. So, for example, if I took red paint, yellow paint, green paint, white paint, I mixed them all together, I'm going to get a completely new color of paint, right? So the herbs, when you mix them together and they become something, it becomes something totally new, completely different than the individual before. So that's called a formula, an herbal formula. Herbal formulas are a unique combination of several ingredients to become one new ingredient and very powerful. So this curry, I highly recommend enjoy it. I had some on my eggs today. It was it was quite good. So if you want to experience the, the full effects of uh, the turmeric and the curcumin, you're going to probably need to take an extract that contains a significant amount of curcumin. So that way you can find it at the health food store. Curcumin is basically it's quite poorly absorbed in the bloodstream, matter of fact. And it helps to uh, consume black pepper with it. And they, what they say is uh, the black pepper, it, it contains pepperin. And this is a natural substance that enhances the absorption of curcumin by 2,000%. So if you do find a natural formulation with uh, just raw ground-up turmeric, black pepper is going to have to be in there. And uh, it's quite interesting, but that's that's the, basically how they do that if you do it a natural way without the extract, the health food store. Curcumin happens to be a potent antioxidant, and it can neutralize the free radicals due to its chemical structure. But curcumin, it also boosts the activity of the body's own antioxidant enzymes. So that's some awesome stuff right there. And what they found is the curcumin, it boosts the brain-derived neurotrophic factor which is linked to improved brain function and a lower risk of brain disease so turmeric basically can help your brain neurons they're they're capable of forming new connections but in certain areas in the brain they can also multiply and increase in number and one of the main drivers in this process is brain de derived neurotrophic factor so they call it bdnf and basically this is a type of growth hormone that, that functions in the brain. And many common brain disorders that have been linked to a decreased level of this hormone, it, basically like Alzheimer's and depression, stuff like that, curcumin, it increases the brain levels of the, the BDNF, the brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Very, very awesome. So by doing this, it may be effective at delaying or reversing some type of brain diseases and age-related decrease in brain function. So essentially, eat your curry, keep your brain. That's a good thing because right now the Alzheimer's dementia stuff is exploding. And I can't imagine, you know, going around with a faulty mind, you know, that could be just one of the worst things ever. Not only for yourself or an individual, but all the effects on the family, you know. 
imagine grandma sitting there you can't even talk to her she don't know who you are or what's going on and uh it's kind of sad but when i was younger i do remember my grandpa he kind of got some dementia going on there i remember one day we watched the uh movie and the movie took place in the country it was about horses and stuff when the movie was over my grandpa he stood up he walked out to the front door and he sat there and he goes how are we going to get home and they were like, what do you mean, how are you going to get home? And he said, well, we're at the farm. How are we going to get home? He he was inside the movie, you know, because of the dementia, the mind and whatever. It was funny as heck then, but now I look at look back, that's that was just, you know, incredibly, you know, too bad. But what can you do? So curcumin, turmeric, you know, go for it. The curry powder, the spice, see what we can pull off. So turmeric as a spice, it basically has a, a beautiful anti-inflammatory effect and a powerful antioxidant a moon booster improves digestion reduces cholesterol inhibits uh, bad cells in your body and natural liver detoxifier in the chinese medicine in uh, chinese herbology we call it jiang huang huang means yellow and uh, turmeric essentially is in the uh, ginger family so ginger and turmeric they're in the same family and they, they do share some similar effects. And a lot of times in a curry, they might put ginger with turmeric in some cases. So it's quite interesting. But this turmeric, it uh, in Chinese medicine, it's in a lot of formulas for pain. It's in a lot of formulas for some digestive and liver issues. And it, it does it has been used for an anti-inflammatory herb for a long time throughout the Chinese culture as well. So not, not only India, but the Asian culture, they use it quite a bit. Now it's become popular, and it's one of those things to look into. Find a way to consume it with your food. Find a way to uh, take it as a nutrient or medicine or a preventative, because an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? So with that said, that's my information on turmeric and green tea. I hope that gave you a little bit of insight and a little bit of inspiration. Uh, you can do a lot of research. You can buy whole books on turmeric. You can buy whole books on green tea and uh, read a lot more extra benefits on them and get more inspired. But I just want to give you an introduction, point in the right direction. With that said, I hope you like this. Click uh, like on the podcast. We can shoot you a new update the next time a class comes through. And I hope you, uh, you got something out of this podcast. If you really, really like it, you can leave a positive comment. Maybe somebody else can learn about green tea and turmeric that you know has never heard of it before. And the next thing from one person as an individual to the friends, the family, the community. One by one, we start to improve the world and uh, leave it in a better place for our future generations. Because I know however healthy we are as an individual... It's a result of our outside world. If our inside world is healthy, hopefully our outside world will be healthy too. But if our inside world is all toxic, full of chemicals and pesticides and heavy metals, it's because of our outside world we've been living and using all these chemicals as well. So if our inside's clean, our outside environment should be clean. And then we leave a positive impact on the world. And then if one individual does that, and then two, and then ten, and then five thousand... Pretty soon there's a whole lot of individuals that can care for the earth. Because if you start to look at the statistics of the, the coral reefs, the, uh, the dead zone in the Gulf of Mexico, if you start to look, look at the quality of the water and the uh, toxicities of the, the rivers, the stuff, the pollutants coming down, it's a little scary. So it all starts with your choices and your actions. 
And if you make better choices, better actions, you become cleaner and healthier, your environment's cleaner and healthier, you're going to have less of a negative impact on the world and all the environment. So it starts with us. So let's spread the love. You guys are awesome. With that said, until next time.